We have a lot of videos of the podcast and various other tutorials on YouTube. You can subscribe to our channel at mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash YouTube. Happy mixing and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to the Mixing Music Podcast. I'm your host, DK, and today we're taking a look at the reasons why I prefer plugins in the box digital recordings over outboard gear and what I've learned over my career. So we're just going to get right off started with this list. Number one, this is an easy one, recallability. Now, recallability means that at any given moment, um, people people that have never really worked with outboard gear kind of take this for granted, but it means that at any given moment, you can close and open up a session, um, and all your plugins will maintain its same exact settings, and you don't have to worry about it. You can continue mixing right off the bat as soon as you open a save file. Now, back in the days of outboard gear, or if you've ever worked on a console or anything like that, and you do a mix and you need to do a second revision... If you decide not to start it all the way from the beginning again, but you decide to do a revision of the same exact mix, you would have had to take pictures or put in some sort of like fill in some sort of form to make sure that all of the outboard gear, all of the console would have the same exact setting. So you take pictures of the EQ knobs, of the compression knobs, of everything that you use and the signal flow of everything just to make sure that you have the same exact session. And this would take, you know, a couple of hours, uh, depending on the size of the session and would often be a reason to hire an assistant if needs be, where you just sit back and work on something else for a couple hours while your assistant set up the recall on the console. Now, obviously, this is ineffective, and obviously, this isn't the best use of time. Um, if you've never really worked on outboard gear or on a console, like this saves tons of time and is probably the biggest reason why most major people are no longer going to outboard gear. People like Jimmy Douglas, Leslie Brathway, and uh, even folks like uh, Andrew Sheps. Like, a lot of these people are not going back to analog, even if you paid them extra. I don't know about that part, but the point is, this recall function is absolutely necessary in the marketplace of mixing right now, where money is made from high-volume, quick-turnaround, high-efficiency yeah, of course it's going to play a big part of the business and of the marketplace and of, you know, because it's business. Like, we need to make money, more money, and faster, and whatever makes that happen is going to motivate people. So obviously, this is not an anti-analog episode, but it's an episode that wants to put things into perspective and for you to not feel bad about using plugins, um, and also partially to let you know that, sure, analog has its own sounds and has its own really cool uh, colors and whatnot, but the fact of the matter is, even these big wigs where like they have every right to use analog and they charge a crap ton of money to get mixes done, like they still do digital because the sound of analog versus the efficiency of recallability in digital, uh, the price, like the cost is like uncomparable. Like it's super easy to know it's not worth it, you know, to a certain degree from a business aspect. Sure, analog can sound really good and amazing, but the thing is the cost of analog and how much it slows down your workflow, people just aren't choosing to use it anymore. Um, not a big deal. Analog won't be dying anytime soon necessarily, but uh, it has seen a major decrease and it will continue to see a major decrease in sales just because it's not it's not where it once was. Like we have technology that passes it, which leads me to reason number two 
is plugins have unlimited instances, meaning that with one single plugin, like an LA2A from UAD, I can use that hundreds of times in the same session. Um, and how much is a UAD plugin? Let's let's think about this. Like a UAD is very ex- expensive. It's like two hundred to three hundred dollars per plugin, around that range, unless it's one of the free ones. But if you wanted to buy the LA2A bundle or whatever it is, um, it's going to cost you money. And the fact of the matter is, one single LA2A unit, depending on the condition, depending on how vintage it is, depending on if it was you know new or vintage, you know all that jazz, whatever it is. Uh, who owned it before, lol. Um, all of that contributes to the thousands of dollars in the price. Like, depending on the unit, very many thousands of dollars, or if you get a warm audio kind of duplicate type thing, the warm audio one I think is like seven or $800. The point is, for about a third of the cost of the knockoff LA-2A that warm audio makes, which sounds amazing, you can actually get the UAD plugin, which also sounds amazing. And more importantly, you can use it an infinite amount of times. Well, as much as your computer can handle and as much as the DSP can handle, which is amazing. Now, some people can see this as a problem. Uh, I know a lot of people that like, how do you say, like hindrances or limitations, limitations that help them be more creative and help them be more precise. Um, In my case, most of the time, I love being able to have an LA-2A that I could put on multiple different tracks without having to have multiple different units, which not only costs more, but more importantly nowadays, that takes up a ton of space. Like if I have as many outboard gear as I had plugins, I would have no space in my studio for actual work, for actual clients to sit down and hang out. Like there's also a cost of space, which is fair, right? Like I can't deny that you can't say that like the space is not a part of your business and not a part of your income. Like it it is. Um, if you have too much outboard gear and you don't have customers, there's no place for your customers to come and sit down or like there's less space for your customers to come and sit down or like you can't throw an open mic or a party in your studio because there's too much analog gear. Um, and your insurance costs more now that you have way more money, uh, to protect way more equipment to protect. Like this is all factors of part of the analog world that most people aren't considering when they're gear sluts before they actually have analog gear. My third reason is I would have to say it's going to be automating plug-in functions. Now, you can do this in the analog domain, but it's not as precise, and it takes a lot more time, and there's definitely less control. Very easily, I can automate an EQ. Not only can I turn it on and off, bypass it or whatever, I can change the filters very easily, do it automatically and precisely every single time. I can change different effects, modulations, different reverbs, all in real time, all at once, without having to do one track at a time, printing it, figuring out if it works, and then doing another track, printing it, figuring out if it works. Like I can do it all at once by myself without any sort of hired hands for help. That's another big reason. And I think this isn't just um, for plugins. I think this is just digital in general. Recallability, unlimited instances, and automation. Automation on the digital platform is unparalleled. Yeah, there are sort of automation, recallability, and later console forms uh, formats, but the problem is it's still not as smooth as digital, where with two clicks of a button, open and then selecting a project, you can literally recall anything that you want from any given time with no worries, no pictures taken, no saving it to your 
external console PC thing that looks like the program was made from the 80s because it was. The point is, analog in many ways is inferior to digital just because of limited capabilities, of limitations, but a lot of people like those limitations and more importantly prefer that sound, which you cannot deny. Like, an opinion is an opinion and you cannot deny someone of an opinion in the sense that if you genuinely like the sound of analog gear more, then go ahead and use analog gear. If it's part of your sound, if it's part of your workflow, it should not stop you from doing it. But if you are... If, like, born in the digital age, grew up in the digital age, have never used tape, have never used outboard gear, but, like, lust over it, like, are always on reverb or on whatever, looking at these outboard gears, like, the point of the matter, the point, the fact of the matter is, is that you're not missing out a lot, and you don't realize how easy things are and how grateful we should all be. This is causing us to make... This is honestly, like, the fact that we have digital tools is the reason why maybe you as a young beginner listener that doesn't have a million dollars to start a studio in the bank, like, this is the reason why you're able to start your career. Like, digital is the reason why a lot of us are able to make more money and are even to make, able to make money to begin with because you don't need access to a super high-end studio anymore. This is one of the blessings of capitalism and economics, especially within the audio workplace. That being said, um, it's really sad to see these big companies sort of dip down, slow down, and uh, make less money year over year, and they're starting to focus on different things that are making more money, um, which is typically not high-end, limited-quantity analog gear. Um, but at the same time, this is, this is helping companies grow and mature in different ways. Think about how much digital has grown in the last 10 to 20 years. Like, it's insane. Like, Plugins now sound really good, and if you spend really good time on it um, and you figure it out, they're, honestly, plugins should not make your mix sound less or worse or better than if you had all analog gear. Um, there's definitely more flexibility there, but most importantly, we no longer have any excuses to be slow, to not be able to make things sound good. Gear is not in the way. If you cannot make a mix sound good, you know full well that it's not your gear's fault. Now I want you to think about this on your own. What do you think? Have you recorded, mixed, mastered with analog equipment? Do you do it with digital equipment? Have you changed from analog to digital? Have you changed from digital to analog? There is no right answer to this, just preferences. I guess the only right answer has everything to do with the business of it and not the actual sound of it. There is no right answer as far as like if you mix in the box with all digital tools and it sounds frail and digital and cold and lifeless as a lot of people describe digital, then that is your fault. Like that is not the equipment's fault. You should mix it to have more life, to be more warmer. Like these are all different things that contribute to the sound, not the actual limitations of the digital domain. Now, I've also heard a crap ton of analog records that sound cold and lifeless and don't sound very good. It's, it's not the equipment. It is the mix. It is your taste. It is what you hear. Mixing is an art form, and if you need specific tools to get it done, then you need specific tools to get it done. There's nothing wrong about that. But if you're starting from scratch, please consider how valuable plugins are, and how amazing it is to live in this generation where 
we don't need a crap ton of analog equipment just to get started. Because the fact of the matter is, it's the reason why we all stay in business now. It's the reason why we're able to make more money from it. And it's the reason why your 12-year-old younger brother or sister is able to make music in their bedroom on their crappy laptop that doesn't even know how, like, it needs to stay plugged in all the time because the battery is sucks. And, like, for some reason, I don't even know why the CPU exists, but they're still able to make music on it is because plugins are awesome. Digital is awesome. It is infinitely scalable and we will continue to see more tools come out from it and continue to see changes coming from it uad is about to announce their or already announced their luna system which seems to be like another daw but that might i don't know they haven't released it yet so i don't know what it's going to be like but this might be another progression step towards like uh leveling up living like uh getting rid of limitations we might see a lot of people switch over to that just because of the workflow Uh, Small things, small things over time help people make better music faster. And with that, we'd like to conclude this episode of Mixing Music. As always, I love to give mix feedback. So if you want me to listen to your mix, send an mp3 to deikeimixes at gmail.com. I'll take a listen, give you some feedback. I get dozens of people emailing me each week, and I'm I'm still being honest and true and good to my word. And I am giving everyone some feedback. Um, so if you want some feedback, please hit me up. Don't even feel bad. If you'd like to see a mix engineer's day-to-day life, I'm very active on Instagram at D-E-E-K-E-I Mixes, uh, D-K Mixes. And you can see my stories, watch my posts, see how I'm mixing every day. You can ask me questions very quickly. Um, yeah, Instagram is just my most native platform. So if you want to hit me up on there, ask me questions, feel free to do so. I am also currently in the middle of making a bunch of videos for my online mixing course, which should be coming out soon. Again, for the first 10 people, it's going to be like half price or more. Um, We'll see how we figure out the pricing system. After the first 10 people, it's going to go up to regular pricing, which is still going to be affordable. I'm spending a lot of time perfecting the course and making it easy for you. It's going to be a really interesting one because I'm not really going to do so much step-by-step in hand-holding because I don't want people to misunderstand mixing in the sense that it has to be specific tools, specific steps. No, I want to train your ears to mix better. So I'm going to give you general guidelines and then I might give you some hand by hand, you know, some hand holding techniques showing, um, after you've tried mixing it yourself, giving yourself some feedback, um, and then showing you what I did. Right. But the fact of the matter is this course is going to be really useful for you. It's going to be different from most other online courses and is going to help you train your ear to mix better. So watch out for that in the future, which is going to be coming out very, very soon. On that note, please leave a five star review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Um, I really appreciate the love and the help, and it does help me get better guests and help me do better on in podcasts in general. And also feel free to subscribe. Happy mixing and stay saucy, my friends. One, two, three. This episode of Mixing Music with DK has been brought to you by LaunchPod Media. If you want to start a podcast, make sure to start it right with LaunchPod Media. Are you tired of using Google Drive or Dropbox to send files to clients? 
Well, never get burned again with FilePass. I love and use FilePass exclusively for sending files to my clients. It's a cloud file sharing website specifically made by engineers for engineers. It's absolutely amazing. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash FilePass to check out the full feature list and subscribe today. Never lose another dime to burned projects. Happy mixing, my friends, and enjoy the show. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.